This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hi, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz, and today we're going to talk about summer vacations and ideas that won't break the bank. This is podcast 139, and you can find this and other podcasts on vintagehomeschoolmoms.com for the show notes of today's podcast, as well as any links and um, information that is shared. uh, You can find it on the podcast. And today I want to thank my sponsor, uh, which is Fast Track Micro Business for Teens. Uh, this is an online course that was created by Carol Top. It is awesome. Um, I have looked at it extensively, and my children uh, did the micro business books uh, when they were teenagers, and that is one of the things we like to see that our kids uh, are business savvy by the time they graduate from homeschool, high school. Uh, so it's a, a great thing. And it's even for adults. You'll want to look into that. And I'll share a little bit more about that um, with an audio clip I have in just a little bit. Well, today I'm going to talk about uh, summer vacations that won't break the bank. And with the disclaimer, I'm not good at discounts or correction. I wasn't good at discounts and deals until um, I was in a situation where I needed to be a little bit more careful of the money I was spending. And so um, I have learned now that it is a great feeling uh, to find that discount or that deal And um, it has been uh, such a blessing in my life, especially with a bigger family. Um, I used to joke and say, someone else can order pizza for $5 and I'll order that same pizza and pay 20. And it was just that I didn't take enough time and look into what was available um, locally even. And um, it's amazing uh, what you can find if you look. So I'm going to start out with... um, Another disclaimer, and that is that we don't take a lot of family vacations. Um, Having our own businesses, um, it is difficult to leave, and we don't have that set time or vacation pay or vacation days that uh, we give ourselves. Um, It would kind of be silly, I guess. Um, But we do um, try to take some time off as a family, and we would do things that would be a little bit more short-lived, for example, an extended weekend um, with Friday and Monday off or some things that we could do even with day trips. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So let me start with uh, number one. I actually have eight um, ideas here on the list and um, I'm happy to share those with you. So the first thing is the staycation. I know a lot of people have talked about that. Um, But to make it work, I really think you need a plan. You need a schedule just like you would if you were going on vacation, unless you're one of these um, types of people that could just get in the car or um, 
as one of my friends uh, did, take a backpack and go to Europe. I'm not that kind of person. I need to know a little bit um, about what we're going to be doing, not necessarily every day scheduled. But if we're going to have a staycation, one of the things that we are going to say is no work is allowed and we need to have a plan or a schedule of what we're going to do each day. Of course, weather permitting uh, here in sunny Florida, it isn't always sunny. In fact, we're going through a rainy period of of time, and please join me um, in prayer uh, that our family uh, reunion that is here at my house um, does not get flooded out. Uh, So hopefully that doesn't happen because, um, not that it will be flooded out, but our driveway does flood, and I'm praying that the rain stays away so that uh, we can enjoy the day without having to deal with the rain. Uh, So... Um, have a, a schedule and make sure you look at the weather and uh, that's all great, great stuff to do. Um, so the other thing is to look at local destinations and day trips. I always joke that I go to the beach or to Sanibel and Captiva Island when I have company. My sister-in-law was just here visiting with my niece um, who is a college student and close to age of my other uh, children. And we were able to make a point of going to Sanibel to go to the beach, one of the beaches that's a little off the beaten track, and then going to one of the local restaurants um, on Sanibel. And it was really fun. I never go. In fact, the last time I went was when another friend was in town. And the time before that was when my sister-in-law and my niece were here. Um, We like this one particular restaurant because it isn't very pricey and you can walk in um, dressed very casually. casually. And we even had to um, take um, a number um, and wait for our table. And that's the first time that's happened in a really long time. And even with the summertime, um, So that's always a fun thing. Another is to get those vacation books. You know, when people travel, you look for those things at the rest station or um, some of the fast food uh, chains will have them outdoors. And if you live locally, you can use those vacation books as well. Um, I know I'm getting, I'm going to get to my ahead of myself, but I want to remember to tell you this. And that is, um, we were able to get a discount uh, off of our local parks um, by looking at those vacation books. Another is to look in your area and even ask people, you know, what are your favorite restaurants or what is a little known restaurant that you really enjoy? Um, several of our friends love this um a Mexican restaurant and uh, one of them is Chilean and her husband is from Cuba and they know of this restaurant that I've never heard of. It's off the beaten path and um, they say it has some of the best Mexican food around. So just ask people um, if you're looking for a special type of food, um, whether it's um, you know Italian or even American food uh, that's cooked fresh um, you can ask around maybe there is a local fast food restaurant that you have never tried that's another option I know a lot of us are creatures of habit and we go to the same places um, all the time and so that's just something to change things up Another is to have your children help you with the planning. Uh, One year I had my kids plan and they wanted to go on day trips and that was something that we did. 
you can look online and you can find um, many, many books on day trips um, You that are, you know, you, you can do in one day going and coming without having to spend the night somewhere. Um, we did that for quite a few years. We had a big um, van and we would just take trips. And if the kids fell asleep on the way home, that was fine. We'd go uh, have dinner out and then put PJs on them and just let them bring their pillows and sleep. And that was a great time for my husband and I just to be able to talk and share. And um, that was wonderful. The second thing I want to share with you is local parks and recreation uh, types of facilities. So one of the things I would recommend, and we did this one year as well, is get park park passes. I can't talk here. Um, And the park passes are great because um, some of them are like for your entire state. Um, Others are for local um, types of uh, places. Like, for example, if you're going to go to um, a local park and then there's a state park, you can get special tickets here. Um, One of our parks is actually a beach. And if you had state tickets, you would go in um, at a reduced rate or even free. Um, Another is for hiking and camping. Um, If you're if you've never hiked or camped before, I would either borrow a friend's uh, equipment before you put a lot of money into it because some people love it and some hate it. Um, I don't like rustic camping in a tent. Sometimes my kids will bring a tent and sleep in the tent if it's cooler. Um, but we have like a little pop-up trailer. We didn't want to invest in a bigger um camper because we knew that there would be other things we would do. And interestingly enough, um, when we did some of the tickets for the year for um, some state parks or even um, an amusement park that's uh, like two and a half hours from my house and we would just go up for the day, um, it was interesting that we didn't camp as much. Um, that's the other thing you can do if you have, um, it's not on my list uh, to add here, but I'll add it under the local parks and recreation types of things. Um, and that is if you do a theme park, Um, As a resident, uh, for us Florida residents, get a discount. Um, You can check with AAA as well and get those discounts. And I know the one year we did get that family pass um, for the amusement park, we we made sure, first I gave my kids a blank um, Christmas present that said, this is for, you know, this park. And... um, to see their reaction before I actually bought the tickets. And then I told them that I would only buy them if they really thought it would be a fun thing to do. And I did, I bought it for one year. And then the next year they opted not to have me renew them, but it was great because it was from Christmas to Christmas. So we went uh, four or five times during the year. And the way we do amusement parks in the Gerwitz household is we don't kill ourselves and get up super early. Um, Remember I do have teenagers now Uh, My baby um, at the time was 13 years old. He's 15 now. Um, We did this when he was 13 and uh, my daughter was uh, 15 and my son was um, 18. So um, we would get up, um, you know, around eight or nine and have breakfast at home and um, or we would opt to just grab something quick and leave. 
And then we would eat before we got there, whether it was taking sandwiches and stopping at a rest station, stretching our legs, going to the bathroom, um, and then just heading straight to the park after that. Um, and, And it was timed so that the rest station is right before our exit. So we knew where that was. And that was great. Um, too, if if mommy was um, in gear or the kids wanted to bring, you know, sandwiches, we did that. Um, or we just stopped somewhere quick. And then we went to the park and we stayed till closing. So we're close to closing. And then we ate uh, dinner at one of the nicer restaurants at the park. Um, we uh, found that the food and cost was pretty much um, very close in price. And the one restaurant, uh, we were disappointed the last time we went to the one place, um, it was closed and we opted to eat after we left the park. But it was nice. The kids could, you know, put on headphones, listen to music on the way home, or uh, bring a computer and watch a movie, um, you know, whatever they wanted to do on the way home. And it was really nice uh, to have that as an option. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I am going to be talking about uh, three through eight, some of the other things you can do to save money on that family vacation. I'll be right back. Are you ready to start earning some money this week? Now there's a way to start making money while managing your business life. Discover the power of being your own boss and start a micro-business. Micro-businesses can be run from home, meaning little overhead and extreme convenience. Carol Topp, certified public accountant and founder of Micro-Business for Teens, is the author of Fast Track, Starting a Micro-Business. She has inspired hundreds of teens and adults to start a micro-business through her micro Micro Business for Teens books, videos, and podcasts. This online course is available on sale for a limited time. You'll find book excerpts, videos, audios, and fill-in PDFs all to help you start and run a successful micro business. Ready to get started? Visit FastTrack.MicroBusinessForTeens.com. That's FastTrack.MicroBusinessForTeens.com microbusinessforteens.com and begin your business today. Hi everyone and welcome back. This is Felice Gerwitz podcast 139 summer vacations and ideas that won't break the bank. Um, So number one and two were uh, staycation and local parks and rec and the third is to get active. Um, Not necessarily my favorite thing to do. Um, I am not a big exercise person, but I'm going to share with you stuff that uh, friends have shared with me that they enjoyed, and they said they did these in lieu of a family vacation. Uh, Some of them did it all together. Um, Others did it, um, you know, just like the kids that wanted to do it could. Uh, My daughter's doing it this year um, with horse camp for the little girls, and then the boys Um, And the little girls are all going to go to vacation Bible school. And when you have a big family, um, it can be very costly. So you want to be careful and, and really look at those prices. So some of the classes could be um, boating or sailing, uh, biking, um, 
a fun idea is a friends of mine gave their kids um, bikes one year for Christmas, and then they planned their summer vacation around using those bikes. Uh, they went to campgrounds that had um, big biking trails. Another w- gave their kids uh, kayaks that year. They lived not too far off the river, and they were borrowing uh, friends' kayaks, which again is a great thing to do if you have friends that will loan you their kayaks. And then you can see if you really like doing it before you invest in it. And so they got the kayaks for Christmas presents, and then they um, had a family vacation that they took the kayaks with them. Um, What about a powerboat? Not all of us have them. You can rent boats um, or even, um, you know, go skiing, uh, having somebody else with the boat um, for a reduced rate. Um, I know here in Fort Myers, they have the parasailing Um, and also um, a lot of other water sports, um, jet skiing and things like that. Again, those things get expensive, so it's important to look for those vacation books that give discounts and also asking about a group discount. I hate to say this. Uh, Sometimes there have been so many in our family party that we qualified for a discount, so look into that. What about art or music? Is that something you've ever wanted to do? You could learn to paint. Um, More and more of these art classes are cropping up. One of my friends actually teaches an art class uh, to a group of students, and they have these paint classes where you can come in and just buy one paint sitting, and then he works you through a painting that he does. You know, it's like a two- or three-hour thing. Um, My son-in-law taught himself to play the guitar in high school or college. I don't remember which, but um, that would be great if it's something that you've always wanted to do. Um, Or how about someone who teaches lessons and will exchange with you? What do you have to offer that you could exchange um, with someone else? And again, another um, idea, an option instead of a vacation. Uh, Number four is museums. Um, I am going to share about visiting family and friends, which is my number seven. Um, But you could go to to someplace like the Smithsonian. In fact, I didn't know until we were actually in Washington, D.C. that the Smithsonian's were free. Yes, even as an adult, I did not know this. Um, Our tax dollars at work. Um, You can go visit the Smithsonian's but not stay in D.C., which is pricier, but stay um, in Virginia and uh, like someone someplace like Sterling, Virginia, which is 30 minutes away. Just look at the DC map and then you could see what the surrounding areas are and um, you know look at those um, those discounts and I'm gonna um, tell you a little bit about that in my number six. Um, also visiting the local museums in your state. A little bit different than the local parks and rec. Um, This is more of an indoor activity. I always like to look for, I'm such a homeschool mom, um, books or coloring books or some kind of activity that goes along with the museum. Uh, Living in a place called Fort Myers, there is an interesting Floridian. And even in Fort Myers, there's a museum uh, that has to do with the Calusa Indians that lived here at the time and also um, some of the settlers. So that's always a fun thing to do. And it also helps your kids learn about your local uh, history. Uh, Number five is online travel. You're going to love this for those of you who don't like to leave the comfort of your home. And that would be my husband. 
Um, he is a homebody and doesn't really like to travel places. So uh, for me to get him to Europe, it's not going to happen. Um, and so I've learned that a long time ago. I, I have to be happy with the trip I took to Italy with my family when I was in high school. Um, but for him, you know, he would just as soon watch, watch it on television. I remember one time we bought... Um, a video on taking a train trip. He wanted to buy it at some local museum, and we did. And it showed you just the different stops, some of the um, scenery from the train, and it was really quite interesting. Um, But you would only watch it one time, so maybe uh, rent it from the library if you have that option. Um, You know, Google Earth is still very much um, around. I remember when it first came out and we were all ooing and aahing over it and used it all the time. I have not used it in years. Uh, So that is something uh, that you can check out. And they've uh, really updated their website. It's really cool. And then you could, you know, after you visited this country or even have an itinerary, um, then you could... Uh, make meals from that country. You can have a Mexican night, an Italian night, a French night, um, whatever you wanted, and um, visit the country just from your computer. Number six is set up alerts online. For those of you that don't want the staycation or the local parks or getting active or museums or even online travel and you want to go there, Uh, set up alerts. I have alerts set up to go into Washington, D.C. because my sister-in-law lives there. And um, it is a fun uh, trip for us. It is also very inexpensive if you can uh, get it through one of the um, alerts that you can set up. I have two, one with booking.com and the other is cheapoair.com. I'll have those links on podcast um, uh, 139 on vintage homeschool moms. And I will set up alerts and sometimes I'll call her and I say, okay, I've got a $29 one-way ticket from, you know, my airport here to your airport, which is 30 minutes from her house and my airport's about 20 minutes from my house. And um, I then I'll say, but I'll have to stay a month. So sometimes you can get a one-way ticket really cheap, but then you have to wait until that fare is available coming back. Uh, So if you have a little bit more time, that might be something that is an option. Um, I have paid as little as uh, $99 round trip. Uh, For another time, I went um, to a conference there, and that was wonderful. Um, So, you know, look into these things. And it's really amazing. Uh, One of the things I heard on Uh, the local news recently, and they said, if you want an upgrade in anything, whether it's a room at a hotel or even seating on a plane, sometimes it's a matter of asking before the flight takes off. Don't wait till the last second. You can ask um, the airline. um, I know they're not stewardesses anymore, but the flight attendant, there we go. Um, If there is another seat um, that you could have, and sometimes they will upgrade you. And they said it's just a matter of asking nicely. Um, So if you are bold and want to ask nicely, if they'll upgrade you, um, go go right ahead. Um, But those alerts really work well, and it can be for a specific destination, and you can get really good deals. Um, Number seven is visit family and friends. Family comes here to visit me, um, enjoy our beaches and our weather, and we in turn visit our family um, as well. I have a a sister-in-law now who lives in um, Jacksonville, and that is not a very far 
you know, trip for us. Um, it is a little overnight trip. Sometimes if we've wanted to get there really early, we'll leave the night before and stop somewhere along the way. And then we can get to, it's a six hour trip. And so we can get there to be able to enjoy our, our vacation, um, you know, our time with, with family. Um, another sister-in-law lives in, in uh, Texas and we've visited her, um, and another again in DC. So it's great. I have not visited my sister-in-law in in West Virginia and we do need to get there. Uh, so, uh, that would be a fun trip. Uh, so look at that and just see, you know, what friends do you have? So many of us have online friends now and, um, I was able to visit with a specific friend, um, when I was traveling through, um, and uh, Missouri, and I was able to stop and have lunch with her and her her children. And uh, that was a really special time for me. And, um, you know, it didn't take um, so much time out of my day or hers, but it worked out really well. Uh, Number eight is house swaps. Um, On podcast 139, Vacations That Won't Break the Bank, uh, there's links there. Um, One of the links I'm going to give you is an article of the 10 things you should know before you do this. But I do know of um, a lot of people who have done this and have really enjoyed it. I know of um, homeschool vendors that travel a lot uh, for business and for speaking uh, at different places. And they've done this. They've either rented a house or uh, they've done a house swap. And a lot of times um, they have really enjoyed it and said it worked out really well. Um, I think um, it really depends and it depends on uh, something, uh, you know, whether or not you would do this. But again, it is um, something that could be uh, very low cost or you could even uh, look and um, rent a house instead of going to a hotel. Um, My sister-in-laws are here for the uh, reunion and that is what they're doing. Um, They have rented a house with a pool just so that they could have a little away time and relax and they're here um, a week ahead of time before the festivities begin and so you know while they could have stayed at my house or even my mother and father-in-law's house they chose to all go in on it together and split the cost and because this is off season uh, here in Florida it is a great time uh, to get a really good deal on a home uh, with a pool um, that you can have for yourself and each have your own bedrooms and spread out a little bit and not feel like you're imposing on the relatives. Um, so whatever um, works for you is great. Well, thanks so much for listening uh, to this podcast. Uh, there is a lot of great information out there on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, and we are going to be adding uh, lots of new shows coming up. Uh, to help us out. And some of you have said, how can I help you? Because your shows are free. Uh, So glad you asked. And that would be to pull out your smartphone and uh, find your podcast app and go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com or uh, go to Vintage Homeschool Moms on your podcast app and subscribe to this podcast as well as the others on this network. Um, We really appreciate our subscribers. And also, if you can rate us on iTunes, that would be great. We are available on iTunes and Google Play, as well as many of the podcast apps on your smartphone. And yes, you can listen online on the website. Uh, So go to ultimatehomeschoolradionetwork.com and look at the smiley faces and little icons on that front page. And you can click on the podcast you want to listen to. 
I hope that you have a blessed vacation, whether you are staying at home as we probably are this year um, or going away somewhere special. Just uh, be safe and uh, thank you so much for listening. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.